Hello and welcome to We Are the Watchers of Movies. I know that we've this is Lauren, by the way. <laughs> this is Samantha, by the way. Um, I know that we've been gone for a a couple months. Uh, we just had some personal stuff going on, and now we're back. So, hello, everyone. It's nice to see you again. <laughs> Our, we can see all, all of four you. followers on SoundCloud. <laughs> you guys are the bomb. <laughs> Our fan. My fan. <laughs> Our one fan. <laughs> anyway, so tonight we watched um, We Have Always Lived in the Castle, but before, we are going to talk about our top five favorite movies, because we were kind of going back and forth on that, and we tried to record something while we were driving, and it did not go Yeah, we got lots of car noises. It was bad. But I think the top five is kind of a fun thing to talk about. I agree. Yeah. All right. So I should clear, like, top five for me, like, the movies that I'm going to name are perpetually in my top, but sometimes the top five can get you know, like, jumbled around a little mm-hmm. bit. No, they don't have to be in order. Yeah. No, I mean, I just mean, like, sometimes I, like, I'm feeling another movie and it might replace one for a little while, but maybe the other, the one that I replace goes into the top ten, you know? Oh, okay, I gotcha. So, I don't want us to be beholden to these. Like, okay. this is our top five for right now. For right now, that's so, like, good. a year from now, okay. maybe one could be different or two could be different, you know? Yeah. So, so I don't want you to feel, like, <laughs> pigeonholed. No, so. I don't. I do not feel pigeonholed. Okay, so, good. all right, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Um, you can go. For, I don't because I'm questioning whether or not I even know what my. Okay, top I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. So, um, number one for me, and I don't know if this one will change, mm-hmm. is Interstellar. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it's a good it. One. It's a I good love movie. it. I have watched Interstellar, like one after another. Like, it'll stop, and I've restarted it before. That's what I did with Annihilation the first time oh. I saw it. And I know oh. you hated I that movie, like Annihilation, but... Annihilation, but... Oh. So, so Interstellar's my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, Adventureland. I love Adventureland. It was marketed all wrong. I wish they would have called me first, because I would have said, no, 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 everybody should see this movie, especially if you worked a part-time job. Like, in college. Mm-hmm. So, Adventureland. Um, then Rushmore, which is a very formative movie for me because it's sort of... It was my uh, introduction to the dry sort of humor that I'd been looking for all my life. But Is that Wes Anderson? It's a Wes Anderson, okay. yes. And um, really good. One of his best movies, in my opinion. Um, and I'm a Wes Anderson fan, but I think he's getting progressively more Wes Anderson-ish, and I think that's a problem. Like, you know, he's becoming like a... I've heard that. He's becoming a little formulaic, so I think Rushmore is a really good example of a great story and a great acting and directing, so... I thought I heard someone say... Um, and I don't know if this was you, but I heard someone say that he's becoming a character of yep, himself. I've yeah, said, I think that was and me. That was you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, everything is... Oh, look at this still frame of all these these shots that are, like, books lined up and things. And it's, like, it, it was quirky and cool in, like, the Royal Tenenbaums, say. But now that he does it in every movie, it's becoming a little bit, like, the, the fans want this, you yeah. know? So, yeah. I, but I still like Wes Anderson, so I'm not trying to dog him. I just think that um, maybe they've 
somebody has put him in a rut. I don't know if it's the fans or if it's him himself, but he's in a, a little bit of a rut. And I think Rushmore is was so good, and I, I hope that he can get back to that level of storytelling again. Yeah, I understand. Um, and then fourth is Elizabethtown, which yes! we share. We both love <laughs> I love Elizabethtown. Elizabeth and I feel like Elizabethtown is really underrated. Oh, for some me people. too. It's so it's good. It's so good. It's Dude. such a good movie. And it's like every time I talk about it, I always get like gushy. Like, I I'm, know. Like, I've seen it a million times and it just like, it keeps getting better. It you does. Know? Like it, it does. really does. And you like appreciate it more. And I think as you grow as a person, you appreciate it more because it's like you get um, the struggles that these people yeah. are going through. And they're like, and I've heard, okay, and I'm just going to go on a tangent here because no, this okay. drove me nuts, but I was reading something about it. And someone said that uh, Claire is like a, it was something like a, like a martini of a girl like served in a glass or something. Like it was very like, she's just there to be like the cutesy little girl. And I was like, no, uh-uh. No. I was like, Claire is a really well-developed character. She's a catalyst and, for change. Yeah. Well, and she's, I mean, she has all these little, you know, quirks and everything that are, are her own, are of her. And, it's just, and I think she has a pretty dark, I think she's got some darkness in her because I think she, so too. I think has a made-up boyfriend that she uses to keep Drew at a distance. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so she's not a simple character. We should do an episode of this. Yeah, because we both love it so much. Know, it's do. so good. Oh, it's, it's such a good movie. I think it's... It is. Oh, so go see that if you favorite. haven't watched it. It's um, beautiful. And do not judge it based on the casting, because you will be sorely mistaken yes, if you do. because I've heard... I've had friends say how much they dislike Orlando Bloom... And I'll agree that I love him as Legolas, but mm-hmm. I think his role in Elizabethtown is just as likable. Um, I think that's by far probably one of his best it's, characters. It's such a strong, yeah. it's a good movie. And, it's um, so good. Yeah, it's really oh, good. So, And then my fifth movie. I could movie, go on and on about no, how great that movie is. <laughs> my fifth movie is The Sound of Music. Oh, I love The Sound and of Music. I'm not like a big, I'm not, I like musicals, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm not like a musicals person. But the sound of music is so much more than a it's musical. So to me. you know, it's, it transcends musicals. It does. Honestly, like it's, it's really good. It's got so much heart to it. It's and got the a cast social awesome. commentary. The yeah. cast is awesome. Julie Andrews is awesome. She's great. It's a really sweet I love, love story. Um, like there's this part that always touches my heart when they're sort of her and Christopher Plummer. Now, spoiler alert, but this movie's like <laughs> 60 years old, so if you haven't seen it, that's not my fault. But yeah, her and Christopher Plummer are talking about when they first fell in love with each other, mm-hmm. and she said, you know, like, when you blew that silly whistle to call his children, and he said, when when you sat on that pine cone at dinner, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, it just melts my heart. It's so cute, because the kids put the pine her cone on Her laugh is chair. hilarious. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, I love that so movie. that's my top five. Oh, that's a so great movie. Now it's your turn. Okay, my top five. Five are Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, okay. I love Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, that's a good, that, a really good yeah. love story and a good. I love that yeah. movie. It's so good. It's like, yeah, Elizabeth Towns one of my is one of my other favorites. Okay, I probably really say good. Skeleton Key is definitely oh, in there. Yeah, that movie is. I love intense. Skeleton Key. It's frightening. Like when they hang the little kids who are in oh the bodies god. of the servants oh my gosh no they don't hang the kids they hang the the pa- they 
Oh, that's right. That's right. The You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking yeah, no, but it's yeah, that was super oh, disturbing. And you're like, oh my god, they just murdered their children. Yeah, like oh my, and they don't know they that don't, they did. Oh my oh. gosh, that is a, a crazy movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, made me scared to ever visit Louisiana. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, I would say one of my other favorites is. I mean, let's just be honest. It's always going to be the Lizzie McGuire McGuire. <laughs> I love that movie. But that that has, like, a strong tie with, like, the parent trap. So I kind of put those, like, in the same category. I know. Yeah, I'm cheating a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> no, I remember. I have a fond memory of watching the Lizzie McGuire movie with you. But I, I don't know if I'd ever have watched it on my own. So <laughs> I saw it four times in theaters. So I think we talked about that in the Spider-Man episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get Lizzie McGuire to come up in each episode. So I think that's four. So now you have four. And um, American Beauty has always been one of my oh, favorites. Yeah. yeah. American Beauty. It's unfortunate what happened. Like, yeah. Kevin Spacey's a total piece of shit, but it's, it's been one of my favorites for years and years. So yeah. it's. I kind of have this. I don't want to get too far into it because what he did was terrible. So I'm not making excuses for him. But sometimes. When it comes to movies, I think, well, it takes a village. You know, Kevin Spacey wasn't the only part of American Beauty. He was a big part of it. But yeah. there are a lot of other people who are involved in making it, so I don't think we should necessarily shun work. Just because just one because, person. Yeah. yeah. Well, and one of my coworkers, or, well, our coworkers, I guess, but one of the people I work with says, she's like, I have a rule, and it's, like... It's okay to like their previous stuff before you found out they're a terrible person. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm like, yeah, because, like, I mean, after, you know, the whole Mel Gibson thing happened, he like, that super derogatory and super racist thing he said to his wife, um, and, you know, we've all found out, wow, okay, Mel Gibson's kind of a huge dick, I had really liked What Women Want, you know? Oh, I mean, I and I love Signs. Signs oh, is a I love movie. Signs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Signs so, could be in my top five, depending dude, oh, on Dude, oh, Signs yeah. is so good. That part oh, where man. he, his son is having the asthma attack, and he's, <gasps> yeah. like, praying, and he's like, why do you do this to yeah. me? Or I'm like, oh. just, oh, my God, the first time I saw that, I was sobbing in the theater. Like, I was just, like, so losing good. it. There's still parts of the movie Signs that I prefer not to watch. Like, I know they're, com- I've seen it a lot. I, I watch it. Like what part is it? There's two parts. Mm-hmm. One is when the little girl wakes him up in the middle of the night. She's like, "There's a monster outside my window. Can I have a glass of water?" And he goes <laughs> to her room. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And she's so cute. I but know. he goes to her bedroom, and Can he's putting her to bed. <laughs> and he looks out the window, and there's an alien standing on the roof. Like I just got chills thinking about it. Oh, dude. And then obviously the scene <sighs> where Joaquin Phoenix is watching the, oh, um, the, the birthday King's party. Oh, the birthday. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Oh, those parts, I, like, I've seen them before because I've, I've watched the movie multiple times, but most of the time if I'm watching it, I'll turn away at those two parts because <laughs> it still freak, freaks me out. Oh, that part where she's like, there's someone outside my window. Um, I, so, in my old house on the other side of the state, I had a bedroom that overlooked, like, a roof, and it looked a lot like that at night. Oh, jeez. And I would, like, be super terrified that I was going to look out, and there was going to be just a man or, oh, like, an alien gosh, standing so there. Oh, gosh, that's me the fuck yeah. out. So, oh, all right. Scary. Okay. All right. Well, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was good. fun. That good, was fun. Good top five. Well, like, I think it was a good comeback yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a fun topic. I think <clears throat> it is. I like hearing what people's favorite movies yeah. are. We should do, next one, we should do, like, our worst 
Oh, yeah. Five. And number one for me would be Annihilation. <laughs> Mine would be that movie about that black box that I still don't remember what it's called. Maybe Black Cube or something? Oh, I don't know. Sounds good. It was... <laughs> So, we've always lived in the castle. We have always lived in the castle. We have always lived in the castle. So, as I told you, it is it is uh, a novel. It was a novel. Okay. Yeah, by mm-hmm. the same woman that wrote The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Shirley Jackson. So, I wanted... I actually looked for it at the um, the library ebook app. Oh, but okay. they didn't have it. Which is funny, because... They are, like, super weird and random with what they have. Like, they didn't have Catching Fire, but they had Hunger Games. And then I'm reading this one called, I'm reading a book called Starvation Heights. And it's about this woman who, it's, like, nonfiction. It really happened. This woman who um, had, like, convinced all these people to fast in order to, like, get better in, like, better health. Oh, yeah. And all these people died under her care. Nice. Yeah, and so it took place in, like, the early 1900s, and I, I heard about it on, I think, like, like, My Favorite Murder, maybe. Oh. Um, and I was like, I have to read this book. And then I found it as an ebook, and I was like, that's awesome, but they don't have Catching yeah, Fire. Weird. <laughs> or Mockingjay. So I was like, all right, I guess I won't read We've Always Lived in the Castle because I'm not going to spend $12 on a book that's like 50 years old. I'm I sorry. Thought, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I thought that I had to look her up. Alexandra Daddario, mm-hmm. who was the older sister, I thought her performance was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. She was very She was good. the best part of the movie for me. Really? I loved her. I, like... Well, unpack oh, so it a how did you? Bit, well, how did you feel about the movie? Um, I think the movie in in the whole like the whole movie as a whole. I I don't know if it's really that great, mm-hmm. but there were some performances that I really liked, and it was not boring. I was totally engrossed. Like I wanted to know what was going on. Um, I think it was super strange. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like really strange, but I just I thought so. Her character, the older sister, Constance, is so, like, it's like she's on the edge of a cliff the whole time. And the the way she smiles, like, so good. And you're just, like, you're led to believe at first that she's crazy. Like, she's bananas, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you find out that as the movie goes on, you're like, I think the little sister might be the one who's actually crazy. And then it does sort of a, a swap a at the mm-hmm. end. And then it is even more sad for the older sister. Cause she's not crazy yet, but she might get there because she's like pretty much imprisoned with her sister. Oh yeah. Cause her sister's crazy. Well, that I think, I mean, I think that there's a lot of genuine love between them. I agree. Yeah. Um, but it's like, well, I, first of all, Constance is like, you know, there's that one part where, um, what's the little one's name? Mary Cat. She comes back from um, town, which was like super traumatizing. Yeah. Like, that was horrible. Like, I was like, oh my God, I, I like, no wonder she gets so anxious and is like, no, I can't do this on a day that I'm not supposed to go because, like, I have to prepare myself mentally for this. And I'm just like, this poor girl. Um, and Constance comes out and she's like, look how far I went today. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like she's like she, afraid to I leave, mean, or ha- was afraid to leave the yeah. house before and she's well, working She was like, her what, way. like a hundred yards maybe? Yeah. Like, I mean. She should, I don't she's know. She's not going to leave. Like, she should get an award for that performance. I don't know when the movie, I don't know much yeah. about the movie. When did it come out? Um, 
I think like a week or so ago. Okay. Yeah, like really recently. Because, um... Because I saw the advertisement for it and it like immediately pulled me in and then I watched it. Like that, which hardly ever happens. I hardly ever see an advertisement and then watch the movie like right after I see the advertisement for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I usually just add it to my list and then not like forget about it for a year, so... (laughs) It's... I don't know. I... There's some weird stuff. There's some things that I question, like some weird incesty sort of storylines. Okay, I'm glad that you <laughs> said something because well, I how could like, I not say something? Well, like because I was like, is there something weird like going on between the girls? And I was expecting oh. them. At, oh, you thought it was oh through Charles. Oh, but okay, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> there is a couple moments when I wondered if Mary Cat would. Start in a relationship with her sister, the way yeah. she looked at her sister. So, like, at the end, um, after their house burned and they went to, like, the garden and laid down, mm-hmm. I was like, I really did think for a second, oh, are they going to, like, tongue kiss? Because, like... Yeah. So, I <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think yeah. they're totally out of okay. base. But Good. my, yeah. my I'm main glad comment... I'm that you said something because I noticed yeah. that and I was like, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. But my uh-uh. main comment was about... The cousin. Oh, Charles and... But okay. I, do, I do know what you mean about the sister okay, relationship. Good. Yeah. So you're good. not totally feel... off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. They that did not kiss. Better. For all no. our listeners, they did not tongue kiss, but it was really weird. <laughs> they didn't kiss at all, but... <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, there was no incest between yeah. the sisters. No, and but really, there was like... No incest between Constance and the cousin, no. but there was this weird implied, like, if the house hadn't burned down, they may have... Like, Ran off with each other yeah, or something. But I he, know. I mean, he 100% was there to seduce her, steal the fortune, and leave. That's what I was wondering. Like, I was he wondering was not going to stick around. There was no way that he was going to take her with him. But he was just doing that to, to like, get her, like, he knew how to get, you know, under her skin and get, you know, but close I, to her and everything and, and tell her what she wanted to hear in order to get the okay. money. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. That was my main question well not my main question there's a lot of questions but one of them was like okay for the viewer as well as Mary Kat I felt like we were all in the same shoes because he just appeared out of nowhere yeah and we never found out whose kid he actually was because the uncle was living with them right but he wasn't the uncle's son so apparently their father had another sibling that had a child but that was never explained so he's so mysterious to to us you know, like, right. to the viewer as well as the sister. So, and he showed up, and he seemed, like, genuine at first, but then he was so concerned with the money, I was like, okay. Yeah, when he freaked out about that box. Yeah. And Constance is just like, it's money, you know? Yeah. Like, but that to them, it's like, that's what they've grown up with, where right. it's like, it's just money, you yeah. know? I it's mean, just some silver coins. You no, know, to someone like you and I, you know, a bunch of silver coins are going to be like, right. shit, I'm rich now. <laughs> Exactly. You know, but like we're not gonna, you know. But I mean, there was there was a whole lot of dark shit going on in that family. Like my God, I mean, oh, the the father. So when they when they introduced when they showed the dad, I was like, this guy looks like Julian McMahon. Like, do you know who that is? He was on Nip sure. Tuck. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Did you see Fantastic Four with Jessica Alba? No. No, it wasn't good. Don't watch it. I <laughs> don't play Doctor Who. But um, he was like, he is. I mean, for when he Nip Tuck was on, he was really good looking. Okay. Um, and 
Uh, I mean, we can always take a break. And- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying to make it as far like, as seamless as possible. I know, but like when someone leaves, I'm like, what? That's <laughs> why I mouthed you that I was gonna- <laughs> She stepped away from, that's why she sounds probably really far to you guys right now. Anyway, so I was looking at him and I was like, this guy looks so familiar. Like he kind of looks like Julian McMahon, but like. Like, and I, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything, but I was just like, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> that was like my first thing. Joker. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? So, um, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, we should, we should kind of start talking about that later. Let's talk about when she goes to town for the first okay. time. Okay. All right. Mary so, Cat. Mary Cat goes to town to pick up groceries mm-hmm. every Tuesday. Yep. And she has to bury... What she was she say like evil items or something or items of evil? Yeah, or she like, like that? finds an item of evil and buries it so yeah. that she'll be. It's like her dad's stuff though. Yeah. Yeah, it's always her dad's items, which is if that's not a red flag, I don't know what it is. But <laughs> if all the items of evil are her dad's items, um, and then she goes into town and there's that, and she stops at that cafe or whatever. Yeah, know? and there's like, so she gets the groceries and. The townspeople really don't like the family, and they never explained why. Just the townspeople were, like, mad because the family was rich? Is that the only reason? It sounds like... This is my theory, and you're right. They did not explain it. My theory is that the father owned something in town that a lot of people worked for, and he screwed them over by not paying him proper wages. Okay. Or something. That's my theory. That's as good as any, because they talked about, like, some of the townspeople's comments were like, oh, not giving us any money or spending all that silver yeah. coins or something. I mean, they were... And they were, like, harassing her. Like, they would say things to, about her behind as she was standing in line at, like, the grocery store and stuff. Yeah, they and were, I like, was, whispering like, about her. Or what kind of people would do that to these poor girls? I know. Well, I mean, then you have to look at it from their perspective is that, you know, Constance, they thought that she murdered her her you know her parents yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah she was acquitted but when she when that Mary Cat was going not to town mean that she's innocent you know yeah. just because someone's acquitted does not mean that they're innocent she you know? had a voiceover that said like six years before that her, right yeah her sister was accused of murdering her father yeah so there's like animosity towards the father yeah and then it sounds like the mother was just kind of this this like whatever you need to do honey you know like very like doormatty you know did I miss. Did she die at the dinner as well? Yeah, okay. she was also That's poisoned. That's because it was yeah. in the sugar or whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah, in the sugar, yeah. All right. Um, Is that why Julian, the uncle, was in a wheelchair? Because see, he I got don't poisoned know. a little bit? That's a kind he of He was a I crazy, thought. like, his character, and I'm wondering, sorry, I'm jumping No, over. you're fine. Like, so I was wondering, <laughs> like, the whole movie, is he actually talking about the younger sister, but everyone thinks he's talking about the older sister? I don't know, because I don't know if he ever knows. Because he's, like... Sort of crazy, like he's, he's half packed yeah. as well, and he's supposedly writing this chapter book about the situ- about what happened, and he keeps talking about like the poison was in the sugar, and and she did this and she did that, and you're led to believe that he's talking about the Constance, older sister, right. but I'm wondering now if he knew who the actual killer was, but he was just so crazy that he. Like, he, for, he couldn't, I mean, like, I wonder nobody what, really, or people just assumed it was the older sister. Nobody assumed the younger sister because the older sister was the one who right. was, like, point, like, like finger pointed. Right. I, I wonder, like, I know arsenic makes you, like, puke and stuff. I don't know if it would paralyze you, though. 
You know? Yeah, I don't know either. Because yeah. I, I heard that in another, when I was listening to something else, um, that about this woman that, like, killed a bunch of people using arsenic. Oh, okay. That it, like, makes you really, really sick. Like, it's, like, a really bad flu, it looks like. So, oh, okay. and to someone who, you know, like, they're just like, oh, I just got a really bad flu, you yeah. know, like, or, you know. Oh, so, did you ever see Breaking Bad? Um, no, I never saw that. So, at, near the end of the series, Walter White... Um, I don't know, I don't think it was arsenic, but he kills a, one of the people, he kills them by replacing her artificial sugar with, or putting poison in her artificial sugar, and he calls her, like, in the evening, and she's, like, laying in bed with, like, the flu, and he goes, oh, you're feeling pretty sick, huh? And he, like, basically leads on that she doesn't have the flu, she's dying from poison. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's intense. That's, yeah. yeah. What if someone else used that sugar? Like, they didn't throw oh. away. Yeah. No, I I think he did it in, um... He did it in a way that, like, no one else could say. Like, he met her at a cafe, and I think he put, like, two sugar, like... Oh, like, doctored sugar packets in the packet container. And, like, oh. a little container on the table. So she used them. Okay. Anyway, he he was pretty sad. I mean, I don't think he'd care if other people... He sounds died. <laughs> You know, I always the journey to get into of, listen, that. The journey of Walter White is maybe one of the best story arcs, character know, arcs I've, heard. I've ever seen in a in a TV series. You know, and that's like my thing too. I love <laughs> that kind of thing. And I, the first, so the first episode kind of scared me off because there's the scene where he's like having sex with his wife and he's being a little rough and it like totally creeped me out oh, and weirded yeah. me out and I like didn't want to watch it after that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, um, anyway, so back to the movie. So, arsenic. So, arsenic, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it can, like, paralyze you, which is weird because you'd think I'd look that up. But, um, anyway. (laughs) We have, we have, uh... The lake house on in the background. And <laughs> like she just on said, mute. I love Keanu Reeves. And I just, I just mouthed, I love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if the uncle is, is telling everybody, or the people that come over, like they don't get many visitors, like telling them that it's actually the little sister, but right. people just assume it's the older sister. I think I don't think he knew, though. I, I don't know either. But he there was knew a lot of unanswered yeah. questions in this, yeah. So anyway, she goes to town, mm-hmm. and she's sitting in the cafe, which the waitress at the cafe seems sympathetic. She likes her, she smiles at her, and she's friendly with her. Right. But then there's that guy, like a man- the fire... Fire, um, fireman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Took me a second. To... <laughs> I was like, firework? He's a fireworker? That sounds yeah. mystical. Yeah, I does. like it. Fireworker. Fire. Um, Him and his friend come in and they're young yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. And like one of them like fixed the porch step or whatever. And, um, and then there's the creepy dude who wanted to marry Constance or whatever, and yeah, but he wasn't. He didn't seem creepy. He seemed not like a creepy, guy. but like he, but was, he mean. was a dick. No, though. I mean, that's he what was. I, yeah, that's what I meant. Like a dick. But it sounds like him and Constance had like a a thing, a relation, like a, a they yeah. loved each other, and her dad forbid it. Yeah, I wonder if it was a jealousy thing. I don't know. By well, the dad. The thing is, at the end, when it comes out that Mary Cat was the one who killed mm-hmm. the father. Constance says he was horrible to me, and so I'm like, are they alluding to like abuse, or is she just talking about that she wouldn't let her get married? He wouldn't let her get married. I think it was 
I would guess it was probably sexual abuse. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Because it seemed, like, all signs sort of pointed to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because they seemed very, like, repressed. Yeah. And um, the cousin that came to visit was starting to, like, mimic the father wearing his clothes and doing his hair the way yeah. the father did. And she was, like, swooning over it. Yeah. So that seems really, abu- like, like somebody who's not healed from some right. traumatic Right. Well, abuse. no, no. Yeah. I mean, and... Uh, yeah, um, it, it's, to me, it, that's what I assumed. I guess I yeah. assumed that it was sexual abuse. That's what I assumed as well. And that's yeah. not something that I think you necessarily, like, as a viewer need to know the details, you know what right. I mean? Like, you can mm-hmm. be like, oh, he was wicked to me, so, um, like, yeah, if he didn't let her marry this guy, she might consider that wicked, but if he was not letting her marry that guy, it was probably because... It was, like, jealousy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, he was like, no, you're mine, you know? Um, yeah. So. It's really weird. And then, so, she, yeah, so he, doesn't he say, like, the guy says to Mary Cat in the cafe, like, leave or something? He, he gets pretty, he's pretty bad to her. What does he say? Um, I don't know. He, like, he's, get out of here or something? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's. It, it, he's not nice to her at all. No. He's very bullying. But I mean, I thought there was a couple times when his friend seemed like he looked at her differently, and I thought, does he have like a little thing for Mary Cat? But that never came. Like the oh, storyline never. never and then later in the movie, he he was nasty to her. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. But and then kids were like, kids and adults were taunting her as she walked home. Yeah, that was really weird. I mean, that's got to be like the tiniest town. You know, it everyone like knows, yeah. like, everyone. And, of course, everyone knows, what is it, the Blackwoods or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, the Blackwoods on the hill, like, you know. I liked that it took place in the 60s. I thought the production design of the movie was so cool. It was nice. And the house, I loved that they lived in this giant house, and it wasn't in disrepair. Like, it was mm-hmm. a really nice house still. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. And I really liked that, because so many times when they make, like, movies that are kind of weird, and they take place in a big house, the house is, like... You know, it looks like what what's her name from Great Expectations House. It's all like oh, Miss Havisham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in this in this one, um, I liked that it, the house was in really good shape because the sister was like trying to stay sane by keeping house. Yeah, you know, yeah. Constance well, was like yeah, like in like the the haunting of Hill House. The house was like kind of downtrodden and stuff. Oh, okay. Like it hadn't been lived in a while. Um, I mean, and this is the the show and the book, and the show is much different from the book. Like. They're, they might as well not even be okay. named after each other. Like, that's how different they are. Literally, the only thing that's the same is the house is named the same. There's a couple of characters that are named the same, and, like, three of the characters have the same names. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty much it, yeah. But um, the one thing I did like about it, and I don't know if you noticed this, is that there's almost, like, a dreamlike quality in some parts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, she... When I read Shirley Jackson, when I read um, The Haunting of Hill House, the whole book was kind of like that. It was this almost, oh, okay. like, haunted, dreamlike quality where you're like, you know, like, what's going on? But also, like, it just seems, I don't know. And and I like that they, they I'm assuming that's what her writing is like in yeah. general. So well, I, I like that they did that in the movie. I think they made the house and the town sort of... It's almost, it almost seems like the house is an allegory for, like, purgatory or something. Like, the house is is imprisoning these girls, but they don't feel imprisoned in it. And the only reason she started, like, Constance started questioning it was because 
the cousin Charlie came and started telling her stories of like Italy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he was sort of like broadening her horizons in that way, but it was it was like they're almost like caged animals where they they feel safe in the cage, but mm-hmm. they shouldn't feel safe in the cage in the house. I don't know. It's really interesting. Yeah, it was. I mean, I can definitely understand if your entire life has been this house and this tiny, tiny little village where everyone knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Because she said that she's like, I've never been anywhere because father says that everything is here, everything is United States or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but United States is a huge place, so yeah. it's like there's a lot of different things to see in the United States. And you're definitely not going to see it all in, um, you know, like, I'm guessing, like, New Englandish area or yeah. whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but it, it, you're right, though. It does imprison them because I can't see them ever being even, like, really comfortable enough to leave. They both get so anxious just leaving yeah. the property, like, And ooh. Mary Cat was like, she wanted to do everything in her power to make her sister stay with her, so... It's really a fascinating relationship between the two of them and a fascinating relationship with the house. Yeah. And even after the house, like, burns, they still stay there. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I guess I would, but that would, well, I guess. I guess they both have, they obviously both have mental problems. Yeah. I think if Constance... Which I think we're right. She probably was abused by her father. So she's got issues that need to be resolved that probably never will be. Right. And she's got a crazy sister who's a murderer. Mm-hmm. Who was murdered by the end of the movie. She's murdered two three. people. Three, three I people. guess three. Te- yeah. Because yeah. the uncles. You know technically that makes her a serial killer? Yeah. Well actually it she doesn't technically fall under it. It's three or it's three or more people, okay. but it's with the intent to like, like get like bring pleasure from murdering okay. these people. So she's not doing it because she's like right. I'm into this. She's doing it mostly out of like self defense. Yeah, you know. But so, so she's. But that does technically like yeah. three or more. She's technically well. Is her sister killer. like the last thing? <laughs> one of the last things they say to each other is the sister was like. Mary Cat's like, I wonder if I could eat a whole child. And the sister, Constance, is like, I don't know if I could cook a child. And they <laughs> smile. Yeah. And I don't think Mary Cat's done killing. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm so wondering Constance that too. is in charge of not only keeping her sister sane, sane enough so she doesn't just go killing. And, right. But she's also, like, stuck there herself. Yeah. I, it's well, and it's any dark. like future suitors that might happen for Constance, who's a, a beautiful girl, oh, you know, she is, like yeah. I mean, that could be like something that Mary Cat would get really jealous over, mm-hmm. or like not be like. Well, she was super jealous over of the Charles, yeah. yeah. But Charles was like he was throwing up a lot of red flags there, and well, she was always kind of well, iffy about him though. From I the think beginning. yeah, even before he was throwing up red flags, she did not want him there yeah, because that's true. She could, I think. She could sense that he was taking some of her attention, some of the yeah, attention that yeah, Constance was time. giving her. So yeah, yeah. Constance was like, like, God, that scene where he's like, she's just running around like a slave, and he's holding up his teacup as she fills it up. I was like, fuck you. No, I like this is such an asshole. But like, he's like, oh, she works herself to the bone, but he can't even be bothered to like pick up the tea. No, I, I like that. Like, 
There was, like, you'd hear this constant sort of soundtrack of him saying, Constance, uh-huh. Constance, yeah. like, calling for her yeah. to come do stuff for him. Yeah. And I agree with you. I, like, she was totally subservient to yeah, him. Yeah, and like, she was, was totally willing to yeah. be subservient because... Oh. Well, that's probably what she was used to. Yeah. yeah. I imagine that, like, in the middle of the movie, when um when they were trying to eat dinner... I thought this must be an exact picture of like the dynamic between the mom and the dad yeah, and the family. Yeah. Like the mom was just like nervous and smiling and trying to make everyone happy, and the dad was just like a terror, yeah. making everyone nervous. Oh my God. So it was just Ugh. like history was doomed to repeat itself, but Mary Cat actually put a wrench in that by burning down the house yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then killing just him. Bit. Yeah, just, just a little and bit. And you know, she's. she's Got mental Ugh. problems because after she hit him in the head with the snow globe and he and was she, dead, she stabbed oh him. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, he was bleeding like she double tapped him. Yeah. She was like, I you just really want to make think sure you this dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Sebastian Stan did an awesome job too. He did do he a good job. Good. He was he was really good. Did you ever see the covenant with him? Covenant. It's also with like Taylor Kitsch and like Chase Crawford, who was in like Gossip Girl. I don't think I did. Okay. It's it's kind of okay. Um, but it's like about these these teenage boys that basically have like magical powers. Oh wow. And <laughs> yeah, it's great. It there's some there's awesome. some parts where you're like, wow, this would not fly today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's like I don't one know, scene. no, like is there like super racist and sexist things? Mm, well, a little like okay. it's there's like one scene where they like use their powers to like blow up a girl's skirt so you can see her butt and it's like in a public oh, okay. place. And I was like, it made me like super uncomfortable. It's like not cool, not cool. Anyway, so I watched it because I like Taylor Kitsch at the time. Um, he's cool now, I guess, whatever. But um, ch- um Sebastian Stan was the bad guy in that, and he was very oh, good at being okay. like creepy and shit. Oh, yeah. Stephen Strait—that's what I was thinking of. That's that's the main character. Oh, Stephen Strait. Okay. Tonight, yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. All right. <laughs> I I I, I'm you know, getting well. As soon as you said it's about four boys with magical powers, <laughs> I pretty much knew that I like wasn't gonna watch boys it. Too. They're like they're not even like oh these are nice boys. They're like douchey boys. So you're like oh, I really care about these guys. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, so I've seen him, and that was actually the first thing I ever saw him in, but he's, he's very good at, at um, yeah, he's at playing that, like, evil. uneasy, unsettling, mm-hmm. like, character, yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of excited to see what he's gonna do, you know, because I think his career really took off after, um, he played Bucky, so. Oh, big time. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited to see what else, what other stuff he's gonna get himself into, you know? Yeah. Uh, I hope he plays more creepy characters. Yeah, he's good at that. He's he good at good. creepy. Yeah. Very good. But don't get like, but like Sebastian listen, buddy, don't get yourself into a rut, okay? Don't become the next Joe Pantoliano. <laughs> or Pantoliano. I was thinking Ray character You know, because Joe Pantoliano always plays like, like the corrupt cop. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> he oh does. Gosh. Um, um, or he's like the corrupt guy in the Matrix. <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, isn't that one? Oh, Keanu. <laughs> so bringing it back to Keanu. Oh, look, he just discovered that yes. his mailbox is a time machine. <laughs> Do watch The Lake House, though. It's a cute movie. Um, yeah, I so, liked it when I saw it. So we should probably talk more about <laughs> so, the movie, yeah. Okay, so uh, what else? So... Yeah, Charles is getting all up in their business and everything, and mm-hmm. of course, at first, he's like, 
no, I'm just here to visit and everything. But the second he, yeah. like, arrived, I was like, he's not here to just visit. Yeah. It's <laughs> strange behavior. He wants the money. He wants, yeah. Yeah. And he, he finds Mary Cat burying a gold watch and he like flips out he's like this is gold we don't yeah. bury gold and yeah. constance is like it's fine constance is like it's just, just want to bury stuff yeah just let it's her just bury money, stuff sweetheart. what's the big deal it's just a couple hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. so he's very concerned probably. about the money yeah um and then he just becomes really demanding and oh that scene where they're at dinner and he takes the Napkin and he puts it around Julian's neck. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was totally degrading, yeah. humiliating. Like, and you know that he was doing it on purpose. He's like, so you don't spill on yourself, buddy. Like, yeah. he was like talking down to him and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, he was trying so hard to make it so Constance only paid attention to him. Yeah. Because, like, Julian and Mary Cat, I guess, both have this, like, they're able to get her whenever they want her. Yeah. And she will do whatever they want her to do. And so uh, Charlie was trying to, like, make her focus on him so he could... Yeah. Well, you know, so he like, could like, manipulate, manipulate her. Manipulate her. Yeah. yeah. It's getting what he wanted. Um, because Mary Cat and, and Uncle Julian were like, uh-uh, nuh-uh. Yeah. You don't call up in my home. And um, so when I first saw Uncle Julian, I was like, man, that guy looks just like Crispin Glover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Any but fun. like not at the same time. And so I was like, okay, I have to know who this actor is because I didn't recognize him. Okay. Because I, whenever I see him, he always has like jet black hair. Yeah. So I'm like really used to seeing him as like George McFly, you know, or Creepy Thin Man from Charlie's Angels. Um, or Willard. Yeah, or Willard. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we name other movies? <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Those are the only movies I know that he's in. Um, but I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, it is Crispin Glover. And I was totally... So I watched it twice, because the first time I watched it, I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it, so I had to watch it again. Um, I like that you watched it, didn't pay a lot of attention to it, texted me and said, we should do a podcast about this movie. I watched enough of it. (laughs) (laughs) But then you had to watch it again. I'm just kidding. Anyway. (laughs) But, um, so I kind of, like, my view on Crispin Glover's character was a little skewed, just because I'm so used to seeing him as, like... A creepy character. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That I was expecting him to kind of be creepy in this. And then when I was like, oh, he's just a guy that's like, got some mental, you know, the, what's that? Like, he's got some mental issues. He's got issues. He's yeah. got a lot of what I'm assuming is probably like dementia, you know? It seems like it. Yeah, and like, he was super focused on the murder. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he kept going back to the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I, had and he would feeling. say, he would ask Constance a question in the beginning of a scene, and then in the middle of the scene, he'd ask her the same question. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I had a feeling that he wasn't actually writing anything, and he was just talking a lot about it. Yeah, that's you what know? I, like, that's, I think yeah. they all, like, she was placating him, because he wasn't right. actually writing anything. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He just seemed like kind of just a lonely dude, but they didn't explain why... He got into a wheelchair. Like, there's so many. So that's why I was. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, like if the arsenic or the poison did something to him because he. I was wondering too. There was a scene where he was laying in bed, and Sebastian, Sebastian Stan came up, and like put him to bed almost, and he was like, "Have you ever been slowly poisoned?" 
yeah to death or something so it kind of almost died from poisoning or whatever yeah so it kind of seemed like yeah the poison had did done something to it that's what i thought and it may maybe he was always in a wheelchair and it just like affected his mental capabilities maybe yeah i don't know but you don't ever find out yeah so and then he dies yeah fire he dies yeah. yeah he just locks himself in the room and that was depressing. I guess he asphyxiated. Yeah, I he committed suicide, yeah. basically, more or less. I mean, he was, if he wanted to live, he would have lived, you know? Yeah. But, um, so we, should we talk about the burning? Okay. Yes. So, okay, let's talk about the events leading up to the burning. Okay. So, that totally chaotic and crazy, creepy-ass scene where Charles is, like, running up the stairs with Mary Cat and oh, she's yeah. screaming like no father no father no like I was like oh my god oh this really is really weird bad yeah. <laughs> I was like this is bad he like bad, picked bad. her up by her neck practically yeah he was scary he was losing it oh, yeah my god. like he was like I almost wonder if he didn't hear the fire if he like would have ended up killing her yeah you I know? wasn't sure because like, he was, I mean, he was, like, holding his hand, like, really tightly to her mouth. Uh-huh. And then Constance was terrified. So yeah. she, like, was frozen in place. Um, but I I don't know. I, I really like Taysa Farmiga, the girl that plays oh, Mary yeah. Cat. I thought she did a really good job. Everything I, else I've seen her in, she's, like, totally a different character. So I was very... Oh. Like, she was in a lot of American, um, American Horror Story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but... This character was so, like, like not innocent, but so, like, young. And, like, I don't know. I was impressed. I was impressed with her. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a really good job. I thought she did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so, then he heard the fire. And, which, God. Like, when she dropped the lit... Oh my god, you could see the smoke rising out of it before she dropped into the thing. Oh. You know, the, the, the pipe. Yeah, the, yeah. the trash. Um, and I was just like, and it started lighting on fire. I was like, you don't want, I was like, you don't stare at the trash after you throw something out to make sure it doesn't light on fire. Like, like I don't know why. No, I don't she, know, it doesn't make any sense. She did it intentionally. Oh, she, not to light it on fire though, I don't think she. Yeah. Did she? Yeah, she saw the smoking so? pipe and she picked it up and dropped it in the trash can. Oh, I thought she purpose. was just—I thought she was just throwing his shit away. I didn't think she was. No, I think she did it on, on purpose. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I could be wrong, but there was clearly smoke coming from the yeah. pipe. Yeah. And she noticed it because they showed her seeing it, like seeing the pipe. Oh. Well, so I, I thought she, yeah, she did it on purpose. I thought she just did it just to throw his shit away. Mm. I thought she was just being. No, because like, he can angry. pick stuff out of the trash. Right. Like, I don't... Th- I mean, she dumped, like, it's, sticks on his bed in, like, water. Yeah. Which I... It was weird. Which... So, like, in the beginning, they showed, um, like, the house burnt, right? Yeah. They showed, like, mm-hmm. a couple scenes. So, I knew that a fire was coming. Yeah. Um, but I thought that she was pouring gasoline on the bed. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I was like, she's going to light it on fire. Yeah. Because that's, you know, like, what, so I saw it in the fire, the but then fire. I was like, oh, I don't think that's gasoline because there would have been, like, a follow through with it if it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she mm-hmm. would just dump gasoline on there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think that she did it on purpose. I thought she just threw it away because oh, no. she was just pissed off. Interesting. It's interesting so, perspective. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. That's what I thought. But, man, 
fire is terrifying. Yeah. And all those people, like, the, the townspeople or They whatever, were messed up. Like, it was like an dude. angry mob. Like, oh, my God. They, and then they went in there and trashed the place. They trashed like, the place. And then when the girls came out, they, like, were trying to, like, oh my beat God, them up, beat yeah. her up or something. Or something. Like, assault her. Yeah. Like, Constance. Like, that was... Really weird. Not okay. That and was like, really scary. They were, like, they had, like, one or two, ad- three advocates. They had the woman and her, her husband and then the waitress. Yeah. And nobody was... Listen to them, so they weren't. No, they weren't. I know it was crazy. Oh, mob mentality is terrifying. Yeah. Man. Mm. And then they all felt bad, so they brought food up. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. I broke one of your chairs. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry. So all the people the night before that were like throwing rocks into their house and like destroying things and being like, "Let it burn." <laughs> Felt guilty the next day, so they all brought like baked goods and set them at the doorstep yeah. and stuff. Oh, like too little, weird. too late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you broke my weird co- behavior. Like but I think that's a good. I mean, that's kind of a nice like picture of human. Yeah, um, I mean, at least I guess they felt bad. They could have. I feel nothing. like people can, people, in the heat of the moment, will do things, and then the next morning they'll be like, "Uh oh," you know. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, though, I think people have the potential to have really evil hearts and all their good deeds the next morning are just for show and they're still evil. So I don't know what the commentary was actually trying to say. Yeah, you know? I don't I don't know either. Because that's that is a good that's a good like yeah, like um observance on that because it's like they could just be doing it because it's the right thing to do versus yeah. actually feeling right. remorse for their actions, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um but yeah um, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't really have, like, a lot more to talk about. Do you, do you have yeah, more to talk about? Yeah, I think it, it was a strange movie. Um, I generally get annoyed if people say something is weird and they don't follow it up. I'm like, okay, weird. That's like, why is it weird, you know? Yeah, and there's so many different ways something yeah. can be weird. <laughs> so I think this, this movie is pretty bonkers. It's, it's out Definitely. there. It's an interesting look at, uh... People who are on the verge of like really losing their minds. Oh, big time! And like barely and holding it together. Looked, like her shoulders were tense. Like yeah. her smile was like, like I mean, I think it was genuine at sometimes, but there were definitely parts where she was just smiling to like oh ease yeah the tension in the room, yeah. or she didn't know how to react any other way other than smile. Right. And she's probably used to that too because if her dad was such an angry man, yeah. Oh, and then he and then uh. Mary Cat was saying about how um, was something. It was something really like just nasty. Like people are um, lazy, and if they worked hard too, that they can get yeah. a castle like we live in or mm-hmm. something. And she was saying it like very harshly, and I'm just like, "You're a child. Like yeah. you don't understand mm-hmm. that." It, <laughs> This isn't something that everybody like, has. Yeah, yeah, like, an, or everyone can even work towards. Yeah, you know, and um, there was a, it was a very interesting contrast of um, this is a girl who's never going to have to work in her life. Yeah, and how she is taking her father's view on the world, this super yep. negative view about people, yeah. and just applying it to her own life. You know, and I think it's an interesting now that you mention it. Like, it's an interesting uh, study in like generational just cyclical generational being stuck yeah like she killed her father because he was wicked 
but they're not changing anything, and so they're in line to... She's going to become even more wicked than he is. I mean, yeah. she already is. She's murdered people. Oh, yeah. I mean... So they're not actually safe from anything, even though they... Even though he got murdered. So his right. threat is done. They're not actually better off. No. So it's interesting in that Well, and especially well. Constance. I don't think yeah. Constance is ever going to be really no. safe. Uh-uh. Because Mary Cat is... A serial killer, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, essentially, like, yeah, like, everything that she has done, every single person that she has killed has been because of her sister. Yep, like, exactly. It's, it's an interesting, like, way to see how Mary Cat's mind works, especially, like, what you said after she hit him with that very heavy snow globe that broke. Like, those things are not light. No, he was clearly dead. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely... And then she, fin- like, she stabbed him again. Yeah, yeah, that was gnarly. So. And, um, I mean, I think that Constance loves her sister, but is it love or is it fear? I think it's a little of both. I think yeah. so, too. And she's grown up nervous and scared of her father, so she's got... Yeah. She has no normalcy to think back on. No. She has no nothing normal to think, okay, this is what I should strive towards. Exactly, know? yeah. It breaks so. my heart when people, like, children grew up in environments like that, and they just have no idea, like, this is what's normal, mm-hmm. this is what's not normal. Yep. Like, we don't behave this way, or we do behave this way, yeah. Yeah. And with her, it's... I mean, I, I would be surprised if they literally never leave that town ever uh, yeah. in their lives. Like, yeah. if they die there. Like, because I don't, and and I wouldn't be surprised if they end up just totally with each other, like, just alone with I each would other. Th- yeah, like, spinsters, yeah. spinster yeah. sisters, yeah. And they'd be like, and I was actually thinking this as I was watching it, is that generations down the road, they're going to be like the witch, like the witchy sisters. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? They're going like, to be like, like, be like lower have you about... ever heard about the, the house on the hill? Like, yeah. you know, like, there's a story about two sisters that turn into witches or something like and the kids will all like dare each other to like go into this house that's like long been abandoned and yep. so I was I was kind of thinking about that um no I agree with you yeah so it was I mean yeah. I I think I liked it I don't know if I would necessarily watch it again I think I wouldn't also recommend it to everyone I think it would be a specific person I yeah. would recommend it to you know yeah, I don't know as as a movie. I don't know if I enjoyed it, but for a one time, if you watch it once, I think you you'll be engrossed. And yeah. I think there are some perform like some performances that were really. really I think well it done. had a lot of redeeming. Yeah, a, a bunch and of redeeming the production stuff. value. I thought was really yeah. good. Yeah, but overall, it was. I mean, it there was a lot of questions that were unanswered, like what we said. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, decide for yourself. Yeah, take a look. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Because, like, so. The Haunting of Hill House, I mean, obviously that's different from the TV show, but the ending of that, too, was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and know? this movie isn't scary at all. Like, it's more of a psychological mm-hmm. drama than yeah, anything. Yeah. So it's not scary or... Yeah. There's yeah. There's no jump scares or anything like that. It's, it's, it's not even gory. I mean, like, there's no. some murder... You get some blood, but it's not, like... Yeah, it's not, like, it's, yeah. like... It's like tasteful blood. Yeah, it's tasteful. <laughs> it's tasteful blood. Yeah, you know, you like a tasteful nude. Well, it's like tasteful blood. Yeah, <laughs> tasteful violence. Classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'd say. It's kind of mm-hmm. we're kind of like both a little like eh, yeah, I guess. But yeah. also, if you don't, don't worry about it. You're not missing <laughs> anything special. So, 
pretty much. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Facebook. We have Instagram, which I update a hell of a lot more than Facebook. In fact, if I could help it, I try and stay away from Facebook because those studies are really true. You get depressed going on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I if I see like a lot of the people I follow on Facebook feel like everyone wants to know their political ranting. I know. Like everyone and their brother thinks it's interesting to hear your political views. Yeah. 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 Oh wow! Tell me more, please. Let's be more polarizing. <laughs> this is my favorite. For me, for me personally, it's everyone's like, "I'm having such a wonderful, happy life," and I'm like, "Are you though?" Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I'm like, or are you just posting all the highlights? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's just a little bit. Of, like, the bitter side. It's not... Uh-huh. I wouldn't say it's a bitter. It's more just, like, you know... I had my own shit that I dealt with, you know? And I have a theory. Like, I think the more people talk up their lives on Facebook, the more miserable they are. I think so, too. So, I don't know. I think so. No, I think that's true. Yeah. I think it's, like... It's a way of putting on, like, a mask for the rest of the world to yeah. see so they have no idea what's going on underneath, right. you know? So, don't be miserable. Yeah. No, Listen, I'm not. I'm pretty no, happy. this is what you should do. Because I was mm-hmm. telling someone about, I was like, I prefer Instagram because Instagram is so chill. It's all it photos. You know, it's so much better. And the person I was talking to. all the hot gay, gay guys on Queer Eye, you totally can. The person I was talking to was like, oh, Instagram is better. And I was like, totally. And then I had a light bulb come on and I said, okay, but first I have to clarify. I follow <laughs> a lot of dog pages and cooking pages. <laughs> So maybe it's not less drama. I just don't follow all the people that I am friends with on Facebook. So so if you want to have a drama-free life, you follow celebrities, yeah. dog memes, yeah. cat memes, cooking channels, and watchers of movies. Yeah, exactly. And personally, I don't look at anyone's Instagram ever. So oh, <laughs> I like photos. I'm terrible. I really like Instagram. I really do legitimately like photos. I do too. I do too. So I think Instagram is fun. Um, and then some people, some people do this thing that really bothers me where they, they slip one past and they, they do like a photo of all text and it really bothers me because I do think I do you're a cheater. You're cheating. <laughs> no, you don't do that. I, feel like I, I don't do think that. you do that. I don't I'm not do talking that. about like memes. I'm talking about like people write like paragraphs and take a screenshot of it and then like upload it on Instagram oh, as like a oh, yeah, photo yeah. and it really bugs me because I think <laughs> you're ruining you're ruining the the only beautiful thing left on the internet. <laughs> the only beautiful thing. Show me more dog photos. Show me more of those Japanese gardens, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need more dogs being friends with ducklings. Oh, oh my god, I love interspecies yeah. friendships. They're the best thing ever. The my best. favorite are horses with cats. Yeah, they're I cute. love them. Because, like, it's, like, this gigantic horse, and the cat's, like, yeah. as big as the horse's oh, head. Oh, my gosh. I, like, I saw a video of a, a chimpanzee giving a dog a bath recently, and that was really cute. <laughs> that is cute. So, see, Instagram is where it's at. And we're not yeah. even being paid by Instagram. No, we're not. So, you guys should follow us on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Spotify on is SoundCloud. Nice well. yeah. iTunes, SoundCloud. Yeah. Just repeating <laughs> She's just repeating what I said. Yeah. Um, and, if, you know, like, give us those five-star reviews, because that helps us. Apparently, that's what I've heard. Anyway, I don't know. So don't all, four of you. <laughs> all four of all you. All four of you. All four of you go on. You guys are the best and we love you. <laughs> all right. All right. Are we ready to end this? I think so. Okay. Okay. Press stop. Don't press pause. Press stop. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.